Good morning, everybody, and welcome to, I'm sorry about that, good morning and welcome to Success Life Live. My name is Eric Reed. I am your coach, and this is Success Life Live, or the Success Life Community Morning Hangout. So take a moment as you walk in the room, just say hello, where you're at, what your weekend was like, let us know you've arrived, because we don't allow, um, what is it, stalkers or cliffhangers or people to run along the edge. No, you have got to participate because this is community. This is Success Life Community. The newsletter is Success Life Weekly, and I don't know, I guess I'm Success Life Coach. So I'm glad you're here. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Al. I saw somebody else slide on by. If you didn't say hello, please do so, whether it's live or in the replay, because like I said, it. you know, it's, good morning, Greg. You know how it is on Sunday morning you go to church and they have that moment where they say, okay, before you sit down or however your church does it, take a moment and greet the person next to you. And so that's kind of what we're doing here. Um, and then we're gonna talk about core values in a minute. It's funny, at our church the other day, they said like, um, take a minute and high five the person next to you. And I'm like, yeah, high five church. I'm still a Lutheran Presbyterian kind of guy at heart. How about I just do a handshake? So you can high five, you can handshake, you can do what you want. Um, just make sure you connect to somebody. Which is really interesting as I say that, I'm thinking of a lecture I was listening to the other day about the need of connection and community and that we seek out connections throughout our day, throughout our life. And that if we're not intentional about those connections, we will take the ones that come by default. And we've all been in that situation and so this is an opportunity for you to make the quality connections, the connections that value, the connections with people that have like-minded thinking. Good morning, Shelley. Good morning, Elizabeth. Those people that you know that you could talk to offline and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And they would know what you're talking about because you've been in the same room, the same conversation, the same place. So that's why the community part of this is so important. And, you know, frankly, it makes it fun. It makes it fun. Um, heard another stat, and then we're gonna get into core values and why they're so important. Um, I heard this statistic, sorry. Um, I heard this statistic that it takes 80 hours of engagement before a person, I think it was 80 hours. That feels about right. If not, whatever. No, I'm sorry, eight hours. That did seem long. It takes about, I don't know. Anyhow, it takes hours. Let's go with hours. In order for somebody to feel as if they're a friend, in order to break down that commonality, find their interest, connect, and, and, and bond, and yet it takes like nothing to like. And so often we assume that all those people that like us, follow us, subscribe to us, are our friends. And it really is only through that engagement, through that consistency, through that... Um, repeated contact that we bank the hours to truly become friends and I consider many many of you my friends and I thank you for that and someday we'll meet personally physically touch to touch so on to today's lesson core values I hit on this last week and then I wrote a bit of a blog and then I put together the big list of core values which you can find over at the blog, and I put the link in, but ericgreed.com, click on the blog button, and it just posted this morning. And there's a printable list of the big values that you can download. 
So why do I feel core values are so important? Well, core values drive behavior which creates culture. So often in companies and teams and organizations and in family and in self, we try and go from culture to behavior to values. We try and define what kind of life, what kind of experience, what kind of feelings we want to have in our teams, in our families, in our communities, in ourselves. Then we start to try and modify some kind of behavior, hoping it'll turn us into some kind of person. You hear it? So, so often we start with the culture and then we go, well, what behaviors would that reflect? And then we try and create these behaviors. And then we hope somehow through osmosis, these behaviors will change us into the person that we want to become. We do that with organizations and teams. And there's a difference between a mission and a vision statement. That sort of paints the big picture. That sort of says how we like see ourselves inside the canvas. The core values are the colors and the paint strokes that we use to paint that big vision. And so I'll give you an example. So I was with a company the other day and we were talking about the culture in the company and they were saying that, you know, there was an old boss supervisor and they were very negative and nasty and talked about people and that person's gone, but it seems like there's still a few people on the team that behave that way and that it's causing some kind of, you know, edge rot sort of thing. I said, well, how do they know that that's not a value on the team? And they're like, well, they should just know. I'm like, well, can I ask how they should just know? Well, you know, it's just not mature. It's just not grown up. And they went through all these explanations. I'm like, yes, but you had a leader at one point in this organization that said this was a value that they honored and respected and believed in gossip and, and back, you know, all the negativeness, all the <laughs> that goes on. And so those people that are around her saw that was a value, developed the, the behavior, and now it's become your culture. And you're trying to change your culture without re-identifying the value. I said, have you said to the team members, to the, in to the organization, to the group, that one of our values is kindness or integrity or honesty or respect? Have you said that out loud? And they're like, well, here's our mission statement to serve others at the time. I'm like, but no, no, no. Have you said that this is a value? This is a defining character of who your team organization is. And they said, no. And I said, so what would happen if you did? And then you held people accountable to that behavior that that value reflected. Do you think the culture would begin to change? Of course it would. Same with families. You know, when we try and parent sometimes, we try and change the culture without identifying the value. And so as soon as the kid leaves the house, leaves the environment, leaves the room sometimes, they don't carry that value forward. They don't understand the principle of that value. They don't understand why it's important. So one of our values is honesty. Now to a three-year-old and a four-year-old and a nine-year-old and a as they grow older into teenage years and then adulthood, honesty is gonna be different levels and different layers and different accountability. But I don't have to ask my son, are you telling me the truth? Which puts me in a confrontational, I don't trust you, I don't respect you, I don't believe you statement. Instead, I get to say, so you know that one of our values is honesty. And because you're part of this family and you share these values, I know that you're being honest. Now, 
truth is, is a parent, I know that saying that, he'll make a decision. Do I want to be part of this family or do I want to abandon the values? Do I want to continue to lie or, you know, not tell the truth or whatever we want to call it? Or is being a part of this family, this community, this culture more valuable to me? And he'll often confess like, yeah, well, it really wasn't, or I didn't tell you the whole truth, or, well, you know, what I didn't say, and it's like he made a decision that he would modify his behavior because he wanted to be part of the community and the culture of this home. And so we have our core values clearly displayed. We talk about our core values like all the time. It just, it gets really, sometimes I'm like, Lord, give us a break. But what I understand is that when he leaves my house, when my daughter leaves my house, they're going to understand that who we are as people are people that speak with honesty. And so they will always have that behavior. And where they go, they will create a culture of honesty. And they'll start to identify with partners in teams and companies that reflect that because that's what they've always known and that's what they vibrate and get next to. And so when we start to look at ourselves and it's like, you know, I'm trying to change my business, I'm trying to change my life, I'm trying to change my finances, my fitness, whatever that thing is, and then we start to try and do this behavior shift and then it keeps falling and crashing and falling and crashing and we're not able to gain the momentum, we're not able to gain the success and every time we try something new, it doesn't hold, it doesn't stick, it doesn't, you get it? You're focused on the behavior without first identifying who you are and what your values are. And if one of your values was discipline and consistency, then everything you did, every task that you took on, every challenge you put before yourself, every behavior change, you would say, I know that I have to approach this with consistency and discipline because that's who I am. So therefore, how can I set myself up and this behavior to be in alignment with my values? Instead, we try and change the behavior and hope that our values will follow. Now, consistency and discipline may not be a value for you, and that's not a judgment call. You may be somebody that believes in spontaneousness and, um, fun and freedom and artistic expression and that you really are a spur of the moment person. Well, saying that you're going to get up every morning at 5 a.m. and work out kind of is in conflict with that value that you believe is important to who you are and your character. And so all of a sudden you've got this behavior trying to create in conflict with one of your value statements. Instead, it was might be better to say, Every day I will find some way of having fun and being in motion for 30 minutes. Now your creative nature, now your, your spontaneous nature, now your fun and playful nature is like, I don't know, what should we do today? We got to do something and we might as well make it fun and what time should it be and how should we do it and where should we do it? I'm excited about this. This reflects me. I'm going to a dance party in the park at four o'clock. Do you understand? Sometimes we, we get so caught up in the behavior part, but we don't understand who we are and what we value. And we try and change who we are and what we value so much that we fight against ourselves and fight against our success. And we do this as individuals, we do this as a team, we do this as families, we do this in companies. We've gotta be able to look at ourselves first and foremost and say, what are my three to five values? What are my three to five core values where are they written down? Where are they posted in my office, in my notebook, in my journal, in my wallet? 
And then what action today am I taking that is in alignment with that? And how do my actions today reflect that? And how do my failures point out when I was out of alignment with those values? Because behavior is driven by your values. Behavior is driven by your core values and your belief systems. And that will begin to create the culture that you want, the culture you want in your life, your team, your business, between you and your clients. Whatever you're trying to create, the core value is the seed that it all grows from. And so go over, check out ericgreed.com, click on the blog button, there's the core value list. It's kind of written a little bit more maybe in culture, uh, company word, um, because it's just the way I put the list together, frankly. But also you can see where they come and they fall. You know, um, fun is definitely a core value for some people. Not saying it's a good or a bad, it's up to you. Discipline, integrity, honesty, um, kindness. There's different words, but get away from the idea of needing to create a mission vision statement right now and create this big purpose in life. And maybe say, I'm gonna identify the three most critical core values in my life. The ones that really sing and resonate with me. And if, you want, if you're confused on which ones they are, Look at the people you want to spend the most time with. Look at the people that lift you up and encourage you and that you get inspired by and that you're like, man, if I can just spend an extra weekend with them every year, I'd be golden. And look at what their quality and traits are. Whether they're, you know, truly touch friends or maybe celebrities or other things like that. What is it about them that just ignites you? That you have respect for them because? And sometimes you can see those values on display Pull those down and ask yourself how they fit. And then get those three to five core values written down. And then ask yourself, okay, how am I going to... Yeah, so here, here's an easy challenge. Find five, five words, five values, five core values, and decide on Monday you're going to work on number one. Tuesday you're going to work on number two. Wednesday, number three. You get it. And I'm just going to keep that in the front of my mind. In every action, every thought, every like awareness that I have, I'm gonna ask myself, how does this fit today's core value? How am I showing up in my core value today through this behavior, through this action, through this thought, through this word, through this deed? And then at the end of the week, you may be like, you know what, that one on Wednesday, I just, as I sat there and I experienced it and I talked about it, it wasn't the right word, it wasn't the right feeling, it wasn't the right intention. I'm gonna go back and pick a different word, pick a different thought, pick a different one or maybe just abandon that. But spend time getting involved with your core values. And as you do, you'll begin to see your behavior shift. And as you see your behavior shift on your team, in your family, in your communities, you'll, with your clients, you'll begin to see a cultural shift. Or when I say a cultural shift, it will be that energy bubble around you, your team, your family, your whatever. You'll start to go like, I really like hanging out here. Because everything that this is vibrating, everything that this is talking about, everything that I'm experiencing here is in so much alignment with who I believe I am. This place is feeding me, the deep me, the true me. And I want to behave in a way that keeps me in alignment with this place because this brings me joy. So, wanted to go back and touch on core values, how to implement them as a parent, Often you have to decide for them and teach them, and then the kids will understand and go through them. Like I said, when something's going wrong in our house, when, when 
you know, the behavior is not exactly. <laughs> My kids are not perfect. They got me as a dad. I'll just sort of go like, okay, how is this part like what of our values? Like, I don't understand what you're doing and what's on the wall. Like, I don't call on the official core values of the family. I'll just say like, is that like one of our values? Or like, does that look like one of our values? Or how does that fit like our value thing? Like, that doesn't sound like kindness. Are we about kindness? And you know, sometimes just bringing their awareness to when they're out of alignment is all it takes. And as they get older and life gets more complicated and problems and situations become more complex, it's gonna take a little bit more, but at least they have the base value instead of waiting until they're 18 and giving them a list of how to behave. So that's how we work it here. It's how we work it on teams. It's the number one reason I see teams failing, I see companies failing, I see organizations being torn down is because they have not clearly stated the core values. They've got this mission vision statement that's way out there, but they're not creating the behaviors based on core values that they want to see in their organization. So I appreciate you guys all for joining me for this morning's Success Life Live. Um, Fun Friend Friday, loved it. I'm gonna try and go back through and pull some things out of it because it was so good. I loved when uh, Liz said, open yourself to the possibilities of peace. I just thought that was so, like the possibilities, just the idea that the possibilities, and I've always, maybe because it's been my motto, logo, slogan, thought process for 30 plus years was imagine the possibilities. When I hear that, I always think forward. I think like it goes this direction, not back. And so when she said the possibility of peace, when you're in a place of depression and sadness and grief, just open yourself up to the possibility of a moment of peace. I thought, oh, that was big. That was big and there were so many other big moments in it. This coming Fun Friend Friday will be Tamara Hunter. I'm sure some of you have seen her through Service Hero. I appeared on her Service Hero. We're gonna talk, um, she works a lot with cancer and cancer patients and cancer survivors and family members of cancer. And, She's like all up in the cancer service department, service being of service to those in the cancer community. And I really wanna go in and talk about caring for the caregiver, caring for the family, caring for sort of the non-patient or the, the no longer treatment patient, the patient who's, who's post, who's rung the bell as they say. And um, just sort of get into that because it's, you know, caring for the caregiver. It's an untalked about subject sometimes. We, we often feel guilty when we're caring for somebody who is facing such a, a dramatic and terminal, sometimes terminal illness and saying, well, I need, you know, it just, but it's important we have that conversation. So that will be this Friday on Fun Friend Friday. Don't forget the newsletter comes out on Tuesday. So if you haven't subscribed, Eric G. Reed forward slash subscribe. Why do you want to subscribe? Well, because it's weekly coaching tip. It's typically a one, two, three, three things you can do for this, three things you can do for that, ways to begin to change your culture and your community. It is that, and then there is always a sidebar of who's coming up, what's going on. And then don't forget Wednesday, we're gonna start the, what was that? 
Um, I think that's what I'm calling it. What was that instead of Wisdom Wednesday? I've pulled together some Q and A's that you are Q's. I've got to work on the A's. Questions you guys have asked over the last couple of weeks offline. I encourage you, if you have a question, email me, eric at ericgreed.com. I know lots of web ideas or uh, links and email addresses and things, but email them to me and put in the subject line question so that I can pull it down. If you do it through the direct messaging, sometimes it's just harder for me to pull it out, but you can do it that way, whatever works for you. We'll have a couple questions on what did you say Wednesday? Um, and I think that's all the housekeeping. So go out, it's Monday, live your life with success. It is yours to have, and you are fully worthy of it, my friend. Fully worthy of it. All right, bye-bye.